astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about Gemini season, so we will be just, we will be discussing all things Gemini, um, including some traits about them, what's going on with Gemini's, give you some celebrities, um, and then talk about where you can find Gemini in your chart and what that means for you. Exactly. You know, I think Gemini's. Um, you really, whatever your first impression is of a Gemini, just beware. There's a whole other side to them that you don't know. Yeah. And yeah. It, they're very interesting people. You know, they're, uh, it's considered an air sign, mm-hmm. which puts a lot of focus on the way they think. Correct. And so either you, they usually stand out because of their language. Because, and sometimes they're very, uh, what's the word, when you can have a fast comeback. Oh, yeah. You just, know. A quick tongue. A quick tongue, exactly. Or or all of a sudden you can do a play on words really easily. You know, so there's always some sense of a little bit of humor, I think, with a Gemini. And so you see that kind of lighthearted, funny, oh my God, you know, and and you form an opinion like, oh, this is the way they are at all times. Well, that's not true. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not true. But um, maybe we should start with just the symbol. Yeah, so well, so you mentioned that they're an air sign. They're, they are also ruled by Mercury. Right. So we talk about Mercury retrograde all the time. Mercury rules our communication, our technology, our language. Yeah, so deadlines, things that have to be done by a certain point, the handoff, so to speak. Yeah. If you think of a relay race, it's the importance of the handoff. Yeah. So absolutely, let's start with the glyph of Gemini because it looks a little bit like the glyph for Pisces. Yeah, in some ways, the Pisces is the two fish. They're tethered to each other. They're tied to each other. But they're swimming in opposite directions. Right, whereas Gemini, it's two lines kind of standing right next to each other. Yeah, parallel lines, two parallel lines, or sometimes it's just two people standing next to each other. They're not necessarily tied to each other. There is this sense of, you know, uh, some shared, some of the glyphs have the straight line going across in the bottom the one on the top and the one on the bottom with it. So there is, I should say, there is some sense of connection between those two lines. But just parallel lines in general suggest it's not as obvious. When you maybe talk to a Pisces, you can see, you you hear more contradiction. You see various sides. They show multiple sides themselves quickly. But Gemini, they put forth an image, and it's not it's not a pretend thing. Meaning, no. you know, it's it's a very authentic. That's just how you see them, and you typecast them mm-hmm. on some level. Yeah. Yeah, Gemini's always get a bad rap for being, like, two-faced. On their worst day. <laughs> right? Yes, I think I wrote that. On their worst yeah. day, they're, they're, oh, he's two-faced, or she's two-faced. They're, they're very distracted. They're very scattered. Yes, on their worst day. But, you know, I wouldn't want to talk about the worst day of a Scorpio. No. Or no. the worst day of an Aquarius, <laughs> right. either way. They're, they're not pretty. pretty. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. But 
So when we talk about all this two or the twins, you know, we can think of them as jugglers. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that going from one type of job and then going after hours, going, doing something else. Again, they can, uh, they have the energy to reinvent themselves, number one, which not everyone can, to go into a whole different mood, slip into a different type of uniform, so to speak. True. Um, I think something interesting about the Geminis is that they need mental health days. Yeah. It, the, it, because it's so cerebral, it's so focused on air, the mind, the brain, that you know it just gets exhausted at some point. Mental exhaustion. So that's why... Right, so the idea of overthinking things, putting a lot of mental thought behind making a decision, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that their brains are probably going maybe way more yeah. than... And, 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 you know, not when we give these guidelines, you know, you may think of a Gemini going like, oh, I don't know that that's them so much. But then, then you probably see them like having nervous twitches, mm-hmm. you know, bouncing their leg, uh, bouncing their foot, you know, cross-legged, bouncing your foot around or tapping, doing something just unconscious. Yeah. Of, well, even things like smoking or playing video, having to play video games on the phone, something that is keeping... The move, like the movements. Yeah, but we, which active. we know in essence is keeping the brain going as well. Correct. I mean, there's a direct correlation there. Correct. But uh, Gemini's are mobile. They're mobile. Their their, their trait uh, that we most people embrace is they're so flexible. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to do this? Oh, you want to start t- start an hour late and we'll finish an hour early or whatever. They're, they're very. They go with it. Yeah. And for that reason, everyone needs a little Gemini right. <laughs> in their life, so to speak, to have that adaptability. Right. But th- what about their friends? Because they oftentimes are the, you know, they have two different sets of friends or acquaintances, circles, like the people I work with when I work. I mean, they're a certain type of person, but then when I socialize, it's a whole different type of person. Yeah, because they have this natural ability of the duality and to fit into a lot of different social groups, Mm -hmm. it's possible that they have very distinct set of friends that maybe if they introduce the friends together, the friends would be like, these are not my people. But the Gemini can easily bounce between all of the areas very easily. You know, one thing I've noticed uh, over the years looking at Geminis is they oftentimes are underemployed. Okay. They do a job, uh, maybe a very basic routine, uh, paperwork, or even retailing, you know, something very repetitive, you know, they have a capacity to do that. Okay. I mean, it's not, maybe they're capable of far more, mm-hmm. but maybe circumstances, maybe it's a part-time gig, maybe it's just a added income, or maybe it's just the in-between job until I get the real job. So I'm not saying they're lifers in being underemployed. I'm saying that they do have that flexibility. There's something about the Gemini whose ego doesn't get tied up with the work. I was going to ask if maybe we thought that was because their brain didn't have to work as hard and it was almost like a oh. form of relaxation oh to just gosh. do something more menial than, you know, if their brains are always on, like, do I really want my job to have to in, involve yes, right. thinking as well all day? Well, particularly if it's a lower paying job, you're thinking like, okay, you don't need all my brain power right. here. You know? Right. <laughs> right. But one of the things that I like, I think the most about Gemini's is that the sarcasm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and again, I say that like a good thing, but I mean, they have, they have very, um, some quick observations they make. I'm thinking of a girlfriend that I know listens to the podcast, uh-huh. um, that I went to middle school with Oh, very quick on the sarcasm. Yeah. You know, and just, they just deliver it in such a succinct way. It's like, oh my God, yeah. the humor is, is too much. Yeah. But anyhow, oftentimes a lot of stand-up comedians have a strong Gemini in their chart. Oh, that ability to play off the audience, read the mood. You know, I mean, I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. been a stand-up comedian, right. but I'm always amazed at, like, how, how they, they swing that. from one topic to the next, the next, the next. And we know, obviously, the real professionals, that must just be the lineup. They've memorized it. But I suspect sometimes they just pull other stuff in, you know, playing off the audience. Um, no, I sometimes wonder how people can be that good when someone says something off the wall in the audience. I always think that uh, had to be rehearsed because there's no way someone could come up with a comeback that quickly. Yeah, that's that's that Gemini. So they have a real sense of humor, but oftentimes it's a dry humor, sarc- a little borderline sarc- sarcastic humor. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about the idea of them being like known as social butterflies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um that they like to move, they like all this stuff, but there's really a need for downtime. So we already talked about the mental health days. Right. But like when they get angry, they have a tendency just to go quiet. Yeah. Right. Or they could be, um, I've had a Gemini. Or depressed or something of that. I mean, you know, all those, they definitely have an off button. Right. I've had a Gemini tell me that it's like a feeling like a cat Hmm. where they want the attention when they want it. And then when they... When they don't, it is right. off, yeah, and they off. are off on their own. Give me my space, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but that's how they relate that yeah. Gemini energy. Yeah. When it's on, they're super excited about it, and then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm done. I think anyone, if anyone has a Gemini in your life, you know, I mean, um, just think about, you know, if you dared invade their privacy and picked up their phone and looked at their contact list, mm-hmm. it might be amazing. That, oh, you know, just the, the extremes in the different groups that they associate with, that they talk to. And again, I'm not I'm not encouraging anyone to go stalking somebody else and what they do, <laughs> but the idea is they have such diversity in the people around them, or the, the mm-hmm. people they attract, that they engage with. And they're, you know what? They're very good at small talk. Right. Gemini's, you know, commenting on the, oh, elevator. How many times do you get on an elevator and not say a word? I mean, that's me. That's me. You know, I mean, I'm not (laughs) trying to strike up a conversation. Right. But, you know, a Gemini is more inclined to maybe, you know, comment, compliment, uh, talk about the slow elevator or something about the mechanics of the of the room. Yeah, that's how Mike is. Is he? Like, oh my gosh, he's going to start talking to these people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but anyhow, that's the Gemini. Very good at, and, and therefore, makes sense, they get to know more people. Right. And maybe not deeply. But hey, there's the guy who makes my coffee. There's the guy that does this, does that. You know, there's the homeless person on the corner again. I see, every day I see him, I wave. Mm-hmm. I'm just making things no, up. No, yeah, just but they a, have a lot of a, connections. Very simple examples that they have connections. Well, and when we think of Gemini's and Sagittarius as being on that same axis, right? Right. Then we get Sagittarius as like the storytellers and the teachers, right? 
right? And so it pulls in that Gemini. It's like they have all these connections and they get to know all these little stories. And so mm-hmm. they have a plethora of information. You know what? I was just, that's, you brought up a great point. That idea that I think a lot of Geminis get thrown in jobs, like they just get thrown into the jobs mm-hmm. and they have a, like a quick immersion, quick training program. Like I have to get up to speed real fast. Yeah. But they're good at it because they pick up language. Correct. The nuanced language of a group, right? That's it. Sounds a mouthful, but it's mm-hmm. the idea to walk into an office and you know how to speak their language. They do really well in those situations, and so they're think of the backup person. Okay, you're on. You know, the main person didn't show up, and oh, yeah. you push forward. Okay, right. you're in now, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, they do have that uh, tendency to be baptized very quickly. Gemini, in general, is associated with the idea of getting accredited, proving I can do this. So we have the formal side. Okay, I'm going to take the test, like the drivers. I'm going to take my driver's test. That's a formal initiation. But there's sometimes when you've never driven, if I was thrown into a big truck to drive, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, you know, that would be on the spot proving I can handle this truck. That's a different type of proving I can do it. True. Yeah, Geminis find themselves a lot in that situation. Well, speaking about cars, so again, we pull up the Sagittarius. The Sagittarius are all the travelers, long-distance travelers, and Gemini is short-term traveling. Yes. So I think Geminis might prefer to get in a car and drive somewhere versus getting on a plane. Yeah. It's not that they have to hate getting on a plane, but right. they could be very down for the adventure or even just the enjoyment of the actual car. Oh, what car are we taking? Oh, I want to feel it. I want to handle it. Um, oh, a rental car. Yeah, we'd love to, you know, rent a car that we don't, haven't driven in before. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's kind of, it makes the trip more fun all of a sudden, driving <laughs> right. in a different model. Right. Or just the need to explore. Mm-hmm. That it could be more about exploring versus, so even if you have like, oh, a Gemini rising or a Gemini moon, you might think, oh, I just love to get out in nature and just explore that you really like. Well, think of it, the car trip allows you to stop, you see something, oh, let's stop there. And then you go in, you get gas, you buy a snack, you're having a chat. True. You know, they're, they're apt to get a good referral. Oh, stop here next, go there next type of thing. You don't have that freedom on a plane so much. It's true. Um, so let's talk about the three different types of Geminis. Okay. Um, again, when we work with your actual chart, we can get much more in depth when we look at the moon, the rising, all the different aspects of the planets. But, um, you know, when we're just talking to a large crowd, we have to kind of clump you into larger groups, but let's try to break it down into, um, three different types right. of Gemini's okay. based so like, on, you know, let's say the first 10 degrees of Gemini. Yes. Approximately. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in the first 10 days of Gemini season, so from about May 20th, right to the end. Yeah, to May 30th. If you have a May birthday yeah. and you're a Gemini, yeah. this first category would be you. Right. So um, you guys are ruled by Mercury. So kind of a double Gemini energy there. Mm-hmm. So you might be the, the most uh, restless of the group. Right. So again, that's that need to, um, my hands are on a video game. Oh, I have to pace when mm-hmm. I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stay still. Uh, I find the most interesting thing about those first, the first ten degrees of Gemini, the May birthdays, is this concept that they how they they have some deep connection to their family, or to the legacy of the family, 
Okay. Um, uh, again, and when I say strong ties, <clears throat> this is always seems to be like you're covering your bases when you say this, but strong ties can mean, you know, a great distaste. You know, that's a strong tie. It's, okay. you know, it really dictates your life that, you know, you don't agree with family. So there's a real connection to family. So there's some strong storylines of extreme. I think extremes nature. would be a good way to say it. Yeah, probably. Because, um, too, it doesn't even have to be that there's a strong connection, but it's like there were some strong stories that really dictated your life or why you have certain beliefs. Right. So it could be, oh, I was raised with a really strict religion, mm-hmm. right? And I've mm-hmm. kind of gone in the exact opposite. Opposite, right. I've gone out exploring, right? (laughs) Right. Um, They could be probably the most talkative of the group. And so maybe a lifelong theme would be learning how to be silent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be a challenge. Right. Yes, that would be. Yeah. Not all the time. No, it'd be a lesson to be learned in life. Those boundaries. And and I'm sure they were told that many times (laughs) as children. Probably. (laughs) Right. Probably. Um, the next one, if you are a 10 to 20 degree Gemini, so we're going to talk about June 1st to about June 11th, uh, you're ruled by Venus. Mm-hmm. And so this is where maybe a little bit more of the creative or the artistic qualities might start to show. Right. Because we're adding Venus to Gemini. Yeah. And that oftentimes just makes things more graceful. Mm-hmm. You might be more particular about the coffee you drink the brand that you wear, the car that you drive, you're looking for it to put some beauty or some aesthetic into it. Yeah, they could have also just been exposed to like a, a very nice childhood, had some like luxury. Yeah, some um, luxury items in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of like a private school even, like that. Oh, there yeah. were some upgrades yeah, yeah. to just their having, social having status. Having a family that always had a new car. Yeah. You know, something like that, your carriage, so to speak. You know, it, it, they're, they're introduced to a little bit more refinement. That's a good way, yeah. Um, I think these this group is very likable. Extremely, extremely. I don't think they're as, um, you know, when I gave that example of doing humble work, you mm-hmm. know, maybe not quite so much. They might be, uh, you know, not quite as likely to go there. But okay. uh, um, The word that maybe where we talked about... <laughs> The first set of group needing to learn how to be silent. Mm-hmm. The second group, again, because Venus can be excess, right? Yes. The caution with that is they could be considered, let me use the word lazy. I don't mm. like that word necessarily. Mm. But again, mm. Venus is, it's mm-hmm. a nicety. Venus yeah. is, I'm sitting on the couch in my robe with my snacks or my glass of wine. And there's some, there can be some indulgences there. Well, I think of it more is like, okay, we're, we're let's say there's a project to work. Uh, this type of person would be going, well, where's the donut? Let's get the donuts. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll run and get the coffee. You know, they might be focused on things that are going to help the group. Yeah. But it's they're not diligently with their nose down working, but they're going to now, oh, yeah, right, they're, they're going to do something that would be more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. away from, you know. Yeah. So that's, a, yeah, just to soften that lazy word. Absolutely. And then the last group um, would be the 20 to 30 degree Gemini, so June 12th to about June uh, 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're Gemini's, but you're ruled by Uranus. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting combination. That gets more uh, this uh, head for maybe even mechanics mm-hmm. or for working with machinery of some sort. And, and I'm just 
want to make it clear, this could be medical type machinery, it doesn't have to be factory, manufacturing, things of that nature, but it gives this ability to understand how things fit together or what the protocol is or what the desired effect that we're looking for. Um, yeah, this to me screams like Albert Einstein. Like yeah. Also a little like zany in the head. like A little bit of very... understanding, but this is considered a successful I mean, you know. Oh, no, I'm not saying yeah. it's not. I'm just saying that your brain must be like, I would just see like uh, lightning bolts, like all oh, these different yeah. ideas, all these synapses connecting. Inventive, very inventive. Yeah. Or, you know, what do you, what's the word you say where you uh, rig something up? You know, mm-hmm. something's not working. Well, okay, I'll fix that and go out in the garage and rummage around and come up, come up with some duct tape yeah. and two or three other items. And, oh, okay, I can make it work. That's That's the kind of mind that June 12th to June 21st has that potential. Yeah. So excellent with business, very um, independent mm-hmm. um, and things like maybe science. Science. They could be a science nerd on some yeah. things, right? Yeah. Okay. So those are the three different areas of Gemini. And we'll just talk a little bit about what Gemini's have been through. So I think we're going to talk, start with uh, Jupiter and Pisces. Yeah, this is great news for Gemini. I mean, yeah. I'm excited about Jupiter and Pisces for, oh, for my own reasons. Yep. <laughs> but Gemini has every reason to be excited because it's here right now, May, May 10th. Yep. So we, we're, we're there. and um, So really strong May through July. Yes. It's going to retrograde. It'll come back October of this year to yes. March of next year. So yes. we have a, a nice little window with this energy. And that's the tricky one for astrologers because... Is it generally Jupiter moves into a sign and it stays in the sign for about a year. That's mm-hmm. the normal rotation. This one is what moves in just for like two and a half months and then it backs out yeah. and then doesn't come back until October and yeah. goes direct and then it you know slides back into Pisces. So the, here, here's my dilemma that I've been having with clients because I don't know. I say I, there's good news happening. Right now I'd say there's good news happening right for Geminis. Yes. In their reputation. So generally we think of work, but also it could be opportunities. Oh, they get to go. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to this conference. They get to take this class, mm-hmm. right? They got a raise. Something very nice. Yes. But the question is now, what happens in August, September? Does like nothing happen during those two months? Does <laughs> right. it all go away? No, if a, you get a raise, it's going to stay with you. Yes. Right? Yes. You get an opportunity you know, there's there's a, there's all sorts of benefits that will come after having that opportunity. Yeah, I don't think it the retrograde takes it away. That's what I think, really. So I think we could easily say pretty much, you know, May through Mar- May now, right through March of 2022. Right. There's great things happening. Yeah. Just take advantage of them. Say yes is what I. When someone's under a favorable energy, sometimes when you're in a consultation. It just comes down to say yes. True. Say yes if someone invites you someplace, if someone, uh, you know, throws out an idea of something you could do together. You know, indicate you're interested. Yeah, the only thing would maybe be if someone was working towards something and they thought, oh, I interviewed for this position and now they put it on hold. Oh, yeah. That could be a good maybe story, a good example of like a retrograde. I would say don't give up hope. Because right. the energy's still coming back later yes. this year. Well, many times things don't pan out on the on the exact timeline. Yeah. You know, you, someone may say, "We love you, we want you." Oh, but our fiscal year starts here, so we don't have the budget for you until 
the fall. Yeah. You know, something. there's all sorts of stories that take place where there is a delay. You know something good is happening, but it's not scheduled until. Yeah. So the retrograde won't take something away, but it could postpone something that was in the process. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so again, great for reputation, great for a raise, great for being seen. What is going on should be something, I'm going to say tangible or something that people from the outside can see. Oh yeah. Right? A new title. Think of it, oh, they have a new office. Yeah. Jupiter is in their 10th house solar. Now we're yep. talking solar astrology, which is a very valid, uh, form of astrology to use. Uh, so it's like a Jupiter Saturn conjunction mm-hmm. and that's a builder. Yeah. They're building something. So I'm totally with you on the manifestation thing. Yeah. Um, next, let's just briefly talk about the eclipse. So there's an eclipse, uh, this month, May 26th, which we've spoke about. We did. We have a the whole previous podcast. Yeah. Um, it's happening at five degrees of Sagittarius. We're bringing this up because it's opposing Gemini. Yeah. So Gemini's will be strongly affected by this. Um, and this will be the last lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So the for a while, yes. Yeah, yeah, for a while. So the transformation should be on the completion stage. Yes, particularly, we we talked about this as well, for Sagittarius. Correct. Okay. But also, it does affect Gemini. The uh, There's a solar eclipse, which gets confusing. Solar eclipse are new beginnings. It's like the beginning of the basketball, the tip-off. Yep. The game hasn't started yet. We're excited. That's happening June 10th. So the lunar is kind of saying, okay, here's another opportunity, uh, Gemini, to make some conclusions, draw the facts. And then June 10th is the last contact that then we have in uh, Gemini for the eclipses for a while. So you A might, while meaning, you know, like, you know, nine, ten years. Yeah. So you might ask yourself, what were you starting back in 2020? Yes. What was the um, goal? What was the plan? Yeah. I think you referred to it as like getting a report card. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you putting, what were you manifesting in 2020? And we should be seeing kind of the conclusion to that story as we go through these summer months. Exactly. So for all um, of the Geminis, they might want to look back. They might want to look back to 2001 to 2003 and think about what was the big transition? What you know what and again i say what were you working on sometimes people don't even realize what they're working on oh i know you know i mean most i'm you know i like to think i'm pretty conscious person but i'm amazed sometimes i have no idea how how that happened to me you know but you realize when you go back and analyze it it gets kind of boring sometimes go oh yeah well i met that person and that person said this to me and then that made me take this course and then i you know that course then led me to learning about something else and and all of a sudden that bingo that was the big topic that was that's what you know well astrology is all about self-awareness yeah and it's like going to a therapist if you're not ready to hear oh you're an alcoholic or you're a codependent (laughs) right the therapy session's almost like not valid right it might play in later but so Mm -hmm. it's the same with astrology when someone's going through something you don't know the significance yet no you don't know like that course you just launched, like what, where is that going to take me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're just in the moment. So I th- the idea of looking back to 2001, 2003, yeah. the reason we're doing this exercise is because that was the last time Gemini's Sagittarius went through this. 
Oh, and yeah, actually, they did it in 2010, 2013. I didn't do them in order. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So 2010, 2013, that would probably be a better reference. Probably. More recent, they could think about what was going through. But okay. you can see the idea. It doesn't happen about every nine years or so, nine, ten years, this opportunity comes up. Anyhow, here's the whole thing. Congratulations, Gemini. You have been officially (laughs) eclipsed. You have been eclipsed, so now there's more vision. You have more of a direct path, Mm -hmm. a more sense of what your priorities are. Right. Uh, Being eclipsed is not a bad deal. No, and going back, looking at 2001 to 2003 or 2010 to 2013 will give you a good idea of how you lived that energy out in the past. And again, hindsight, they say it's 2020. (laughs) So. (laughs) Right. Just a little exercise to go back through. Um, Just a few famous Geminis, just to throw out who your company is. I'll say um, Kanye West. We have Johnny Depp, Marilyn Monroe, Morgan Freeman, Bob Dylan. I think what stands out to me as I just say all those names is like they're all known for their uh, their voices. I mean, especially like Morgan Freeman. Oh, You can recognize. (laughs) You know, the highly recognized boy, Gemini rules the throat it rules people who do impressions yeah i can i can impersonate johnny carson i can impersonate bob hope i mean of the older generation you'll Mm -hmm. have some younger examples you know i mean you can do imitations of that's a gemini quality ventriloquist that's a gemini quality how they throw their voice yeah so the idea of something being distinctive about the voice or being a great joke teller, that's just a timing thing. They know, you know how to, how, what expression to use, how to draw people into the joke, so to speak. Or even a lyricist. So oh, we have Kanye yeah. West like that, but even John Kennedy. President, I mean, John President. Kennedy. Yeah, but yeah. just being able to he calm the nation. He was famous for nation. his speech. People still quote his speeches. Yeah. Ask not what, you know, Yeah, but it, your to be able to do calm the nation, absolutely. Right. So they, they really get hooked up. And also the private lives. Marilyn Monroe, John Kennedy, known to have a, had an affair. The idea of duality. Correct. Duality is very strong. And even Kanye West, there's a there's lot some... of duality about him, right? That's that, like, that talks too much, like learning to be quiet. Learning like, to be like, quiet, like, yeah. What is he saying? Like, I'm running for president and... Yeah. Okay. Um, let's talk about Gemini in your chart. So I think we've discussed this before. I think I might even said it already on this podcast, but we all have all 12 signs in our chart. Yes. And it's, if we can identify where that sign falls then we can say how does that energy play out in that specific area of your life Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. there is a wheel there's 12 pieces of pie gemini is going to fall on one of those if you are interested in learning more about astrology we do have the mom and me astrology academy which is up for purchase where you can start learning much more about your chart and how to identify these things so i know in your chart mom it falls into the sixth house yeah and you know i just want to go back to what you just said our class will give you great insight because here I have Gemini on my sixth house. I said specifically, and for good reason, that where Gemini is, oftentimes you take jobs kind of beneath your pay grade. Okay. I've done, done that my whole life. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, mean, I could start, uh, my first work was at a concession stand where that was, I was 16, 17, no big deal there. But, you know, then I went to Kmart and did blue light specials, <laughs> got on the microphone, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to the women's wear <laughs> department where today we have a special on, you know, da, da, da. And, you know, um, and as always, thank you for shopping Kmart, right? Okay, I had yeah. my spiel. Yeah, you that's, still have that's it. That's very Gemini. <laughs> I, I, I don't practice it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got most of it right. 
anyhow, there was some protocol about what to say and always thank you for shopping. But the point is, uh, and then when I got, I got a college degree, but the first job I took had, there was no degree required. There was nothing, you know, I mean, I was uh, probably in hindsight, I was overqualified for the position. Mm -hmm. I know my fellow peers, fellow college graduates were kind of surprised the job that I took, uh, you know, and um, uh, it kind of evolved from that point that I didn't ever land a job that required a college education, which I found that was interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but that's that Gemini. I did a lot of different things, but you know what? They took me, property management took me into how people live. And that's what my fascination was, was housing, and uh, I think it led to the feng shui eventually as well, and the astrology at all. It, it's too long of a story to get into it, the whole thing. But So there's a case where, even though I'm not a Gemini, mm -hmm. I don't have a planet in Gemini, right? and yet it falls in my sixth house of work, so it makes sense that I was willing to do some of these mundane things. Why? Because I was at home at night doing astrology charts, right? Right. Because yeah. my better, my important work was what I was doing after hours. I needed something to fill the time. And work that didn't totally suck me dry, right? Right. These were all jobs you kind of could walk away from at the end, when your shift was done, you know. And the duality. Right? And the duality. The duality exactly of, of having being something else really. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Gemini falls on my fourth house of fourth home. House. Okay. So a couple of different ways that I've played that out. Um, I've been a long time user of couch surfing and Airbnb oh, yes, where I yeah. host, um, strangers in my house. And while everyone else was like, aren't you afraid of that? Isn't that scary? I loved the diversity in the home. I loved being able to share the home. Um, I would also think Gemini on the fourth would set me up for owning maybe multiple homes at some Easily. point or being Easily. able to bounce between a second home for sure bouncing back and forth a winter home or a cabin in the woods you know that type of thing yeah <clears throat> and something that people always point out about my home is they say you have such a nice home i'm gonna like okay, expose that's... myself right now right. okay <laughs> but i have 14 foot beer beer bongs running down my staircase as she looks. Say that again. As she looks. <clears throat> you know, okay. I've gotten so accustomed to it, I don't okay. even think about it. But people always say there's a duality about your home. They I, say, I, I don't think the majority of people understand what you just said. You have okay. running down your staircase. 14-foot beer bongs. 14-foot long. So long. long tubes. Yep. Obviously to, to, to gulp <laughs> a lot of alcohol quickly, yeah. right? right? Right. Yeah, that's wild. You, you know, I, I can't believe you said that for everyone to hear, but... Okay, but I know I'm yeah. just trying to show... The That's the Gemini, Gemini side, the yes. House. It's a very nice home with a 14-foot beer bong going down the staircase. Right, because I love having a beautiful home, but I also wanted to create a space of entertainment to be mm -hmm. able to share the home. Yeah. So it showed up for a birthday, for my 30th birthday, as a gift. Uh -huh. And then I just thought it was hilarious because I thought it showed like this cool dynamic or this duality right. Right. of like, yes, I, I like to come off very professional and very, right. right. But I have like this fun side as well. So absolutely. But that's Gemini. And I just want to go back and add when you first started couch surfing or becoming the uh, host mm -hmm. of people who came to couch surf. Correct. You were very social with them. Absolutely. You know, you kind of did a touring thing with them. I, you know, we're, 
do you want me to take you here or there type of thing? You really did get into it. So yeah, you just really kind of melded into whatever, you know, whatever their interests were and you were a great, you know, Absolutely. basically a tour guide. Yeah. Yeah. So that concludes our talk on Gemini's. Yeah, no, to... I think they're, they're fascinating. I think I, I was doing a little research on them and I found a quote saying, Gemini's are simple people mm-hmm. with a complicated mind. Oh, I like and that. I thought that really summed them up very, yeah. very well. I like that. Well, thank you so much for listening today and learning about our Gemini friends. Um, As I had mentioned, our Mom and Me Astrology Academy is up and live, and you can find all the information at www.momandmeastrologyacademy.com. Great. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.